Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something genderqueer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Hey, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another great episode of Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. Yes, I am the hostess with the mostess. I am Charlie Sabrina Miller, and now that band is going to play us out. fantastic they are i swear they are and i know they get better every week they do they do they do this week we have the big box band which is something you'd find at maybe best buy or target or walmart or any other of those big box stores the big box band (laughs) hello everybody welcome back how are you nice to have you here It's nice to be here myself. It seems like forever since I've recorded. Uh, This episode, as the title suggests, a complete episode rundown. Abridged. I'm going to go through just some basic brief descriptions of all the episodes I've done so far, kind of as an index or a, maybe a table of contents of sorts. We also have number 20 of the 20 jokes so terrible, they're actually funny. That's it. We made the end of the list. I can't believe we're here. Then over on the B side, we're going to talk a little bit about negative energy and negative people and how they kind of bring us down. And of course, we're going to have some listener feedback. Because that's what I do around here. Besides, what's a podcast, at least of this nature, without any listener feedback? It would be very boring because this sort of podcast, this solo show that I do, it's a synergistic thing with the audience. You You folks should know that by now. And with that, let me say, welcome aboard, new listeners. If this is your first episode to listen to, I think you've chosen a great episode. Because I'm going to go through all the episode information. I'm going to give you an episode rundown. You know, that way you can pick and choose which episode you want to go back and listen to. So welcome aboard this crazy train ride, sleigh ride, boat ride, jet ski ride of a stream of consciousness podcast that I happen to call Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. And welcome back all my returning listeners, you longtime listeners, you binge listeners, you sporadic listeners, you listeners who listen to every episode but at double speed so you can make sure you listen to everything and you don't miss out on a thing. However you listen, thanks so much for coming back. Now, before we get into today's episode, let's briefly talk about last week's episode, Another Year of Podcasting, episode 108. Two years of doing this show, and it still amazes me. I mean, it was just last week, so, you know, it's still kind of hanging there in the air. And where does the time go? Where does the time go? It just seems to flash by. And uh, really, the, uh, the mile markers on this highway of podcasting are the, uh, the feedback, the listener feedback, the, the people that write me, the people that message me, the people that, you know, they say one or two things, and then they go on their merry way. And those things may be, hey, thanks so much for your podcast. I really appreciate it. 
to the elaborate ones that I've listed on so many different past listener feedbacks. If you've listened to all the episodes, you know what I'm talking about. Those are the mile markers. Those are the things that make me aware of how long I've been doing this. And uh, last episode, I'm going to apologize. I had some hiccups with my mic. Uh, and it cut out, and unfortunately, I just did not have the time to go back and re-record uh, most of the episode, if not all of the episode. And uh, this week, I'm on. I'm back on my Yeti, my beautiful blue Yeti microphone. I'm back in my <laughs> studio, my garage studio, we might say. Uh, last week, I was uh, out in the field. I was out and about and using my uh, portable mic and. I, I think it was just a setting on GarageBand, to be quite honest, and uh, hopefully I've alleviated that for the next time I have to use my uh, portable mic, but uh, I, I want to apologize to everybody. I'm so sorry that some of my words cut out and the end of my phrasing and things. I'm sorry about that. It's just one of the nature of doing a podcast on your own, you know? It's just, it's just how it is. And part of the reason it is what it is is because I had to switch from the old GarageBand, uh, version 6.0.5, if I remember correctly, into the new GarageBand, which is uh, version 10.1.2. And there's a lot of the same things going on. It's just a little more elaborate, a little more detailed in its... uh, uh, editing choices and setting choices and things. So I'm, you know, figuring it out as I go along and we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm not too worried. Also over on the B side of episode 108, uh, I went through a list of anti LGBT businesses. And after the show, I, I, I kind of double checked. I fact checked, you might say. And I looked up Domino's because Domino's was the biggest one on that list that really made me go, really, Domino's? I didn't realize Domino's was, was anti-LGBT. That doesn't make any sense. And I, I, the article must be very old or have poor sources because what I found was that the original owner of Domino's was LGBT was anti-LGBT. However, once he sold it in, I want to say around 2000, could be wrong, but somewhere in that vicinity, because this is all off of memory, folks, somewhere around the year 2000, he sold it, and the new owners, the corporation, you know, what brings this uh, business to us uh, across the country, and I think across the world, uh, they are supportive of LGBT uh, families and culture and society and communities. So, so fear not, feel free to pull up that Domino's app on your phone and order a pizza or whatever else they, they have available to you in your area, salads and breadsticks and wings of sorts and desserts and things, soda, you know, whatever, whatever tickles your fancy, feel free to do it through Domino's because they do support LGBT. You can find that and all past episodes at changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. Of course, you can find us in the usual places like iTunes and Stitcher. Just search it out. Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. You'll find it. In fact, you're probably listening to us through that right now. And if you are, could you take a moment and do whatever it is on your specific podcatcher? You know, there's a lot of different apps out there that catch podcasts. You know, you give them the RSS feed and ta-da, there you go. You got, you're subscribed to the podcast. Whatever you're using, could you take just, what, 30 seconds to a minute and rate, review, comment, uh, well, obviously subscribe. If you're not subscribed, that would be great as well. But to give a little bit of a f- some feedback, well, you know, iTunes has a five-star rating. Stitcher seems to have a thumbs-up thing. I don't know some other options out there, but whatever it is you're listening to, take a moment, 
flip over your phone, whatever it is, slide your thumbs, and get to the area where you can say, yes, I like this show, and give us a review or a rating or whatever it is on your specific podcatcher. It really helps the show grow. You can also find the show over at thequeerlife.org. We're part of the Queer Life family. Go figure, yeah? (laughs) The Queer Life is a podcast. Search out Queer Life on any of your favorite podcatchers. You'll find it, of course. And, of course, just Google the darn thing. You'll find it. But it is also a weekly live terrestrial radio program. Yeah, every Friday, 6 o'clock to 8 o'clock, the lovely Kaya Kramer brings the Queer Life to KBBF 89.1 in Calistoga, California. So if you're in the area or you want to listen from the website, every Friday night, 6 o'clock. Like the show over on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. Send me an email with comments, suggestions, anything really. Changes in Latitudes podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, CIL podcast. And while you're there, out on the web, cruising around, checking out everything to do with Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience, why not visit the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. Why? Well, not only do you get early episode release, you know, I release the episodes to Patreon first before I release it to the public, so you get a chance to listen to uh, the episodes a little bit early if you get the chance. My goal is a week early. I'd like to have it two weeks early, but my production schedule just makes that almost impossible at this point in time. So anywhere between a week early to, you know, three, four, five days early, that's my, that's my goal right now. I mean, like I said, I want to get to two weeks out. But more importantly, the reason to support the show through Patreon is because with every episode, my patrons get a mini cast that I call Unplugged. It's just me, my microphone, after recording the main show, and sometimes I'll elaborate on whatever topic of the show it was, and usually I share some other stories and things, stuff that is just not show-worthy, and, you know, little tidbits and trinkets and bits of stories and informations and observations and things, and just what's going on in my life that I share with my patrons. That way, you know, there's a little bit more reward content specifically for you folks over on Patreon. So why not check it out? For as little as a dollar a month, you can have access to the exclusive exclusive minicast unplugged at patreon.com slash changes in latitudes podcast that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash changes in latitudes podcast this episode number 109 is brought to us by the lovely the wonderful the giving the caring the delightful candace t Candace uh, has been a longtime fan of the show, longtime supporter of the show. I believe specifically Candace was one of the very first, if not the very first person, to reach out to me within weeks of the show starting. So Candace has been around for as long as I have, <laughs> as far as the show's concerned. And Candace, thank you so much for everything you do. All right, let's get into the main topic. main topic a complete episode breakdown abridged uh i'm just going to go through the titles and a little bit about what i talked about on each episode and hopefully that'll give you the information you need to either go back and listen if you haven't heard them in a while or 
listen to them if this is your first episode. So we started with, of course, episode one, and that was released on the 12th of October 2014. I called it Working Out the Bugs. And honestly, folks, it was just a simple, quick uh, almost a teaser of what was to come, you know, at least in my mind at the time, of future episodes. Because a uh, little bit of information about doing a podcast, to create a podcast feed, you have to have something in the feed to start it out. So usually your first episode or a teaser or something like that is usually what people, you know, throw out there, a coming soon, you know, things like that. I didn't feel like doing that. I just did episode one, working out the bugs, because that's what I was doing. I was working out the bugs. Then also on the 12th of October, I released episode two, called it, titled it, All About Me. And that was just to give you folks uh, a little bit of history about me and who I am and why I was doing the show. Episode three, also released on the 12th of October, was called Overwhelming Support. And that was my reaction to everybody's positive energy about me coming out. They were so congratulatory and so positive and so accepting. It really it really blew my mind. I was expecting a little more pushback, to be quite honest. I did get some, and I mentioned it in the show. But over, overall, it was a very overwhelming re- response of support. Then we move into episode four, and that's when they start breaking down weekly. So this was on the 17th of October. Episode four was called What's in a Name? And that was just about why I named the podcast Changes in Latitude to Transgender Experience. Then we had on the 24th of October, the the episode five, Voices in My Head. And it was uh, mostly about, you know, discovering my voice as a trans woman, but also a little bit of fun with some of the voices and dialects that I do. After that, we had episode six, which is My Name is Sabrina, and that was just information about how I chose my name. Then we had number seven, which was, well, seven and eight, which was a two-part conversation with my wife. Then we have number nine, titled Boobs in Halloween 2014. It's just a little bit about Halloween that year and my uh, lifelong desire for breasts. Number 10, laser hair removal. If you can't figure that one out, talked about laser hair removal, at least at that point in time in my life. Number 11, no need to RSVP for the RVSP. I briefly talked about my past podcast and some of the things I did on it and why I had to let it uh, pod fade. Then there was number 12, which I called the current trans movement. That was my observation about how in the news and culture there was trans information just bubbling bubbling out it was everywhere trans was a huge buzzword at the time and and it it was really weird because i had just started my show episode 13 was my pov of therapy point of view of therapy and basically it was uh, my thoughts on why therapy is important and also to to help you get the most out of your therapy when you go and have your therapy sessions number 14 is titled it's not what you're expecting and uh, that was the end of the year show for uh, 2014 and that was the very first christmas music show then we move right into episode 15 in the beginning of 2015 called it how the internet helped me come out and it was basically how throughout my life i was looking for answers and it wasn't until the internet really took off that I found those answers. So the internet needed to be around for almost 10 years before I really started getting the answers I needed. Yeah, 10 years in the sense that it 
started in the late 90s and was really kicking and full of information and people and thoughts and opinions and stories and blah, 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 blah at around 2006, 7, 8. Then number 16 was using the restroom or peeing in public. And it was just uh, my thoughts on the whole restroom thing and my experience in going to both, both restrooms through in my life. Number 17, general safety in public. Pretty easy uh, topic to figure out right there. Uh, I covered things like use your head, you know, dress appropriately when you go places, don't draw attention to yourself, stay in well-lit areas, don't be stupid and go down dark streets or alleys or things like that on your own. Mostly towards trans women, but in general, everybody, you know, be safe out in public. Number 18 was one of my first episodes that I really enjoyed putting together because it was kind of a clip show. And that was, uh, I titled it Victor Victoria. And it was just my wonderful exposure to that movie in the mid-80s and how it really opened my eyes to gender non-conforming people, even though that's not what we called it back then. And yes, some of it was used in humor because that was the time period. But it also was a very positive light for, well, specifically trans men because of how uh, Julie Andrews, you know, was a woman pretending to be a man who was also pretending to be a woman. So, you know, I mean, you could try to do it the other way, a man pretending to be a woman pretending to be a man. You could try that, but I don't think it would be as uh, quite well received. Then we move on to number, number 19. I called it doing guy stuff. And it was right around that time that I realized that there is no such thing as man's work, man's work or woman's work. Absolutely not. There, there is nothing like that out there. However, there are certain tasks and jobs and things that need to get done that certain genders can do them a little bit easier than the other gender. And that's usually just how our bodies are made. You know, the physical makeup of our bodies. The male body, and I do mean trans male or just cis male has more muscle definition so by nature by design can usually carry or lift or pick up things that are a little bit heavier than than a woman can a trans woman or cis woman because usually there's not as much muscle definition or strength in that muscle definition within a woman that's just how the makeup of the body is you know, plain and simple science, folks. And so there was uh, some, some guy tasks that I had to do, some, some heavy lifting and moving and building and things like that. And so I, I commented about it, having, you know, been, been living as a woman for well, a year or so at that point. Number 20 and 21 was my wonderful interview with the delightful Gabriel Mason. Number 22 was called Having a Checklist. And before anyone goes on any sort of, I don't want to say journey, but trip or journey or, you know, uh, any sort of something, you've got to have a list. Like you go shopping to, to the grocery store. You have a list. You may not write it out. You may not even put a list together in your phone. But you walk into the store and you have a list in your head that you know you need to get. Okay, I need to get milk, eggs, and butter. dun 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 dun, dun. There's your list. Well... When you're tra traversing genders and you're crossing this gender threshold of going from, you know, one extreme to the other or f landing somewhere in the middle, you got to have a checklist. Because if you don't, you're, you're going to be lost and you're not going to know what your next step is. And it's going to take you two to three, five times as long to figure it out. 
So before you start on anything, have a checklist. Realize you can adjust your checklist, but have one so you can at least follow along and engage yourself in your expectations of what you're wanting and doing and things like that. Having a checklist is very important. Also, that way you don't get locked into um, stereotype boxes or anything like that because then you are in control of each step along your journey. Number 23, I titled Weird In-Between Genders Phase Part 1, Year 1, and that was because I was in that in-between, and I still am, in that in-between genders phase, you know, where I'm, where I'm not quite all male and I'm not quite all female, I'm somewhere in between. And I had put that together, you know, Part 1, Year 1, with the expectation of doing it the following year. So we move on to number 24, talking about pronouns and misgendering. And yes, how it is important to follow people's, you know, preferred gender and, and, and references and things like that. Pronouns and gender markers and names and things. But also, you know, cut the people, uh, you know, that, that aren't you changing your gender and your, your markers and things like that. Cut them a little bit of slack. Because they're working hard to try to reprogram their brains. You know, just as you are working hard to reprogram your life. You know, so cut some of the people some slack. But also be aware of the people that, that use it maliciously. The ones that attack you. The ones that after three, four, five, six, ten attempts at saying, please don't use that pronoun, name, gender marker, what have you. Because it bothers me, it offends me, and it is not who I am. You know, some people, you got to say that to them a, f- a few times. And then usually by the end of that, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten times, you're done. You're fed up. So at that point, you got to cut your loss. It's like, look, I've asked you so many times now to not use that and to use what I prefer and what I'm asking you to use. If you n- can't do it, then we need to reevaluate our, you know, relationship, friendship, whatever. So that's what that episode was about. Number 25, these clothes are made for girls. And I talked a little bit about my first exploration into cross-dressing at a very young age. Number 26 was beauty and attractiveness. And uh, being that it was episode number 26, I had a guest co-host. My wife guest co-hosted with me on that. And that was a lot of fun. And it was just uh, really discovering that beauty and attractiveness is not just in the eye of the uh, beholder, but also within ourselves. We need to feel beautiful and attractive ourselves, and that will inspire others. I mean, others may find us attractive regardless of how we look or feel, but when we have that inner beauty and that inner attractiveness, it really helps and just beams out of our body, and people around us can't help but notice. Number 27, I titled Fears. And as you can guess, talked about certain fears that, that well, I have and that I think uh, the general population of trans people have. And then just general, you know, fears in general. Number 28, called it one year out, living full time. Because at that time, I was living full time as a woman for a year. So that answered my question from earlier. I, I thought I'd been out longer, but no, it was one year. Number 29 and 30 was my conversation with the lovely Caitlin G. Caitlin G is uh, just a wonderful uh, trans woman out there living her life, doing her thing, and she was gracious enough to come on my show. Number 31, 
I titled, A Little Confidence Goes a Long Way. And that kind of ties back into what I was just saying about beauty and attractiveness. You've got to have that confidence because just like uh, in the animal kingdom, when, you know, a uh, predator senses fear from its prey, they're going to attack. You know, same, same concept. Confidence goes a long way. Number 32 was accepting trans womanhood and just being, you know, accepting within yourself that you are a trans woman. Uh, I'm not saying that, that, you know, trans women aren't women because we are. And I'm not saying trans men aren't men because they are. But I feel that trans women and trans men are just a different breed of man and woman because of the journey that they've lived on their life. They're not going to have the same you know, journey as a cis woman or a cis man because they weren't born that their preferred gender. They're, they're going on this journey to change their gender. So therefore, by that alone, they're different. Not wrong, not unvalued, not totally different, but just different enough because of their life story. And, and we have to accept that within ourselves. Can't run from it because it's our history and you can't run from history because if not, you're doomed to repeat it. Number 33 was called The Woman in the Mirror. And that was uh, kind of a takeoff on Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. In fact, I believe I played it in that episode. And it was, you know, seeing the woman in the mirror, despite all the little indications that the man is still there as well. Number 34 was personal grooming habits and routines, and I went through my shaving and showering routine, you know, just to kind of give everyone out there, uh, here's how I do it, take from me and make it your own. Number 35 was LGB versus TIQ and A, and uh, just talked about how there's a lot of, uh, uh, I don't want to say hatred, that's too strong, but there's a lot of dislike it seems, between the uh, lesbian, gay, bisexual communities and the trans, intersex, and queer communities. And then even in the, with A, I referenced ally, and I, I have since, dis, I have since uh, changed my mind on what I want the A to represent. I think it should represent asexual. Because an ally is an ally, and, and an ally, by, you know, just by the definition, doesn't necessarily fit into the LGBT uh, alphabet, because LGBT automatically means you're different than the norm. Well, an ally usually is part of the norm, a cis man, cis woman, uh, heterosexual, uh, you know, man or woman, you know, they're, they're, they're not, they don't fall within that LGBT rainbow. So I don't necessarily think we need to have an A to represent them. But asexual, yes, we do. So anyway, in that episode, I talked about how there was a little bit of uh, dislike between those parts of the, of, of the communities. And I think it's just old school thinking. Uh, I've noticed with a lot of the uh, people my age and a little younger, there, there's acceptance all across the board. doesn't matter what part of the LGBTQIA area you fall into. Number 36 was Parenting While Transgender Year One. This is another episode or another topic I figured I'd revisit every year. Being a parent, being a transgender parent, and dealing with parenting. And so that's what that episode was about. Number 37 was my delightful conversation with the lovely Jess and George of the Transpantastic Podcast. If you've not heard that podcast Go check it out. It is just so informative and delightful and just 
wonderful. I, these people are, are wonderful, wonderful people. Number 39 was pride and different types of it. And just talking about pride and pride festivals and feeling proud about who you are and what you are. Number 39.5, I titled Everything is Okay Anyway. It was a bonus episode, and it was a little tribute to George Carlin. So if you're a Carlin fan, I highly suggest checking out episode 39.5, Everything is Okay Anyway. Then number 40 and 41 was my conversation with the delightful Addison S., another trans woman from Minnesota, and uh, just she was absolutely lovely. I do want to get her back on the program when she's ready. Number 42 was transgender social networking. There just seems to be so many different avenues in social networking alone, specifically geared towards trans people. And I don't just mean all the trans sites that are out there for information or dating or anything like that. I'm talking about the the groups on Facebook for transgender people, whether they're secret groups or open groups or not. I'm talking about all of that. And then I'm talking about the regular social networking, regular Facebook, regular Twitter, where there, there is just a huge, huge, I don't know, following is probably not the right word in this uh, uh, case, but huge number of trans people out there in social media, open and proud of their trans status. And so just like, just like uh, I had said before, you know, the trans movement they're there representing themselves. So I talked a little bit about that. Number 43 was visiting the doctor and just some of the stuff that can happen when visiting a doctor that is not aware of trans issues or dysphoria or the fact that, you know, being called the wrong name or wrong gender can really do a number on a person. And then just some personal experiences. Number 44, I titled The Magic Pill. And that was, uh, you know, a pill that was... You know, could you, if you took a pill and you woke up in your preferred gender, you know, uh, quote unquote, totally passable, would you take it? Or would you, uh, or conversely, another pill that you could take where you stay the gender that you're born as, but you're perfectly happy as that gender? You know, which one would you take and why? Number 45, I'm not as think as you drunk I am. I've mentioned this one in past episodes a number of times. That's when I go into my dyslexia and why I say certain things that just don't sound right and why there might be typos in my show notes and such like that. Number 46 was fantasy versus reality. And that was kind of going through as a, as a, as a wake-up call. Make sure that your gender journey is not just a fantasy, that you'd like to become reality. But it is, it needs to be reality because you don't have any other choices. So make sure you're doing things for the right reasons. Number 47, Don't Bring Me Down. There's another bonus episode. Uh, this was my little tribute and memorial, we'll say, to the wonderful, late, great Robin Williams. So go check that out if you get a chance. Number 48, The Second Coming of Transgender. This is when I reached a point in my life when I had, when I've already been out already been living as and, you know, established as, you know, trans woman. And then people from my past, you know, looked me up on Facebook or found me again or something. And so I had to come out again to them. Number 49, body modification versus being transgender. And on this one, you have to stop and think. Being transgender is almost like being a form of body modification. 
I mean, most trans women will have to go through top surgery. They may not choose to have or want to have or afford bottom surgery, but their true big, you know, number one thing to have is top surgery, breast augmentation, because of, well, what that part of the body represents to womanhood and female attire, female uh, body language, just all of it. And so, so right there is a body modification. And then you think of the simpler ones, piercings, whether it's, you know, just ears or navel or nose or lip or something like that, something that looks a little more feminine in, in this case, or, you know, a lot of piercings that could be construed as more masculine. I mean, doesn't really matter. There is no gender to piercings, but let's face it, some people that wear certain piercings, you know, makes them look a little more masculine. And others that, that wear, you know, different types of piercings makes them look a little more feminine. For example, a belly button piercing. I think I've only seen one or two guys with belly button piercings. And they were the, the over-the-top, uh, not quite flamboyant, but very easy to tell that they're the homosexual. Okay? And so we'll just kind of loop them into the effeminate male so there's a little bit of female in that male persona. And so, so a belly button ring makes sense to them. But, you know, somebody that's a, uh, uh, you know, a heavy-duty, you know, masculine-looking man, regardless of their sexual orientation, usually is not going to have a belly button piercing, right? But body modification versus being transgender was number 49. Number 50 was my conversation with the delightful Meredith and Ellen. This is a trans, Meredith is a trans woman who transitioned early in her life and had been living years uh, stealth, you know, not openly trans, who's reached a point in her life where she realizes, no, I, I need to be open about my trans status to help future generations. And Ellen is her wife. Number 51 is titled an episode for all non-trans people. I figured it was about time to put together some things for the cisgendered people and the non-trans people out there about, you know, what to say, what not to say, how to act, how not to act, such like that. Number 52, we're all striving for balance or transgender queer fluid. At the 52-week point, about a year into the show, I, I, that's when I came to terms that I, I'm not fully trans woman. I'm gender queer, gender fluid, and enjoy going between the two genders and, you know, some days being more feminine, some days being more masculine, but usually kind of floating around somewhere in the middle. Number 53, whoa, ho, ho, it's magic, was kind of a follow-up to number 52 in that it helped me really realize uh, you know, how wonderful it is to, f to be content with yourself. So it's just, it, it just, it's magic. And that's where that came from. Then number 54 was one year podcasting. And that's the technical year count because that came out around the, uh, 2nd of October. Number 55, transitioning younger versus later in life observations about it. You know, yes, the obvious stuff that HRT is going to affect a younger faster and probably uh, better than a uh, older you know body because you know as as a as a cisgender woman ages you know there are certain things that happen hormonally that change so yes as as trans women we would all be slightly different in that sense 
And then also how easy it is now for younger people to be open and want to start transition versus, say, my generation that really isn't going to speak up until, you know, after they're out of the house, maybe they're out of college, you know, maybe we're talking in their mid to late 20s before they really can feel confident to step up and say, no, I'm going to do this. Number 56, slang terms and slanders, and just uh, my experience with them and being called them, and also a little bit of uh, information about how to deal with that when that happens. Number 57, the future's so bright I gotta wear shades. This was a little uh, tribute, honor, reflection. It was a fun episode to put together uh, in regards to the movie Back to the Future. Well, all three of them. Number 58, this is Halloween. It's a little bit more about Halloween that year, 2015. Number 59 and 60 was my delightful conversation with Phaedra D. Number 61, talking about Transgender Day of Remembrance. Number 62, giving thanks year one. It was the Thanksgiving episode and just kind of went through things that I'm thankful for. Number 63 and 64, a conversation with the lovely Dara Hoffman Fox. And I'd love to get her back on the program too. Number 65, Confessions of a Transgender Queer Fluid Person. Getting right near the end of the year, so I figured a, you know, kind of a, oh, I wish I could have done sort of confession sort of thing uh, would be a good episode, so that's what that was around about. And then number 66 was the second annual Christmas music show. That brings us into 2016 with episode 67. Happy New Year. Happy, two, happy 2016, everyone. It's a new year. And I just talked about another year going through and, you know, talked about, you know, making those uh, resolutions and things like that and how resolutions don't always have to be at the, uh, at the first of the year. I, su- I think I believe, I believe I suggested putting it around your birthday because that's a year as well, but it's not all, you know, uh, covered with everything that says Happy New Year, right? You're not... You're not overwhelmed with, you know, coming out of Christmas and starting a new year and everything whenever your birthday is, unless it happens to be sometime in January or sometime in December. Number 68, those were the days. Uh, I was talking about uh, family and how some are very good at communicating and some are not. Number 69, I titled Suicide is Painless. And uh, in hindsight, I realized I probably should have put some sort of uh, disclaimer in the title. I did put a disclaimer in the episode. Uh, I, I entitled it that simply because of the theme song from MASH, which is called Suicide is Painless. So I talked about the, the movie and the, and the TV show MASH. And I also talked about, uh, you know, suicide prevention and things like that. Number 70, shoes, shoes, clothes, makeup, and shoes. Pretty obvious topics there. Talked about, you know, how I enjoy these things. Number 71, genitals don't make gender. Uh, This was actually suggested by Addison, I mentioned uh, a moment ago. And I talked about how we don't need to be hung up on what's between our legs to feel the way we feel in regards to our gender or our presentation or our expression. You know, and... If you're, a, if you're a trans woman who chooses not to have any uh, lower surgeries, absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you have no dysphoria in relation to that part of your body, don't get hung up on it. Don't get hung up on it. Enjoy it. It's your body. 72, public perception. And that's uh, kind of also, you know, just because 
It doesn't necessarily look like a woman, doesn't necessarily sound like a woman, doesn't necessarily walk like a woman, doesn't necessarily mean it's not a woman. And I'm not talking just trans alone, I'm talking cis as well. You know, if there happens to be a six-foot woman who is built like a football player, right, you know, that just by genetics alone, well, so be it. Doesn't make her any less of a woman. Same thing with a man. If there's a man who is shorter than average, you know, five foot or, or shorter, and maybe doesn't have the physical build of, of, of a football player, right, doesn't make him any less of a man. And I mean trans or cis. Doesn't matter doesn't matter, doesn't negate the fact that they are the gender that they state they are. 73 was Valentine's Day, and just uh, just talking about what Valentine's Day means to me, and uh, you know how our society seems to be wrapped around this you know, greeting card holiday. Number 74, I titled Tolerance, and that's kind of a, a follow-up to LGB versus TIQ and A, you know, kind of a follow-up to that one. It just, uh, you know, how... how uh, how, how we need to be tolerant of people and not judgmental of people. Here we go. Number 75 is weird in between genders phase year two. Just a follow up to that, to that first one from the first year. Number 76, going shopping. And this was suggested by a listener, a friend listener. And, uh, you know, how is it going shopping for women's clothes specifically, but just as a woman in general, you know, getting women things, makeup and clothes and shoes and, you know, and then just basic grocery shopping and such like that. And then also, you know, how is it going shopping in, in male mode, you know, when, when I'm out in male mode and then I have to go shopping. Number 77, coming out to new friends. This was uh, suggested by uh, another uh, longtime listener. You know, a specific question of, you know, how, how do you come out to new friends when there's new people that meet you, you know, and how do you come out to them? So that was a, that was a fun episode to put together. Number 78 was body language and being aware what our bodies are saying when we're not really aware of what our bodies are saying. That also goes with clothing. Number 79, Fears Revisited, a follow-up to that first year, talking more about fears. Number 80 and 81, my delightful, wonderful conversation with, with the awesome Christine Newman. Number 82, Get Out of Your Way. That was just a, an observation of how some people purposefully get in their way by doing things or not doing things that hold them back from what they're trying to achieve. Number 83 and 84 was my conversation with Amanda R., another trans woman who uh, shared her journey with us. Number 85, pronouns and misgendering revisited. Talking about that again, because that's a pretty, pretty intense topic, let's face it. You know, you got to make sure that you address people the way they want to be addressed and the importance of it. And also cutting people some slack, the ones that deserve the slack. Number 86 is why is it so sexual? And that is the sexualization of trans people in general. Because it is such a new, quote-unquote, new thing to the mainstream of culture and society. That, and the fact that, you know, the adult entertainment business seems to be profiting from trans people for at least 20 years. So I spoke about why is it so sexual? It doesn't need to be. But unfortunately, right now in our culture and society, it is. Number 87 and 87 and a half go, go together. Uh, 
I probably should have reversed them in my publishing order. I probably should have made 87 and a half, actually 86 and a half, but yeah, whatever. Hindsight's 2020. Number 87 is Conversations with FFOP Radio. FFOP Radio is another comedy podcast out there in the world, and the, I've known these folks since I started my previous podcast. Wonderful people, funny stuff. It's like morning radio uh, taken to 11, okay? Easiest way to say that. They guessed it on my show for that episode, and then 87 and a half was me guesting on their show. So what we did is we had a marathon recording session one Saturday afternoon, I believe. And first I guessed it on their shows. So that's why I say you probably want to listen to 87 and a half first. And then they guessed it on my show, which became number 87. 88, Parenting While Trans, year two. Just, you know, kids a year older. How is it different? Number 89, a fantastic conversation with Kat and Roro. Kat is the daughter, Roro is the mother, and at that point in time, Kat had just recently come out, publicly came out, as bisexual. And so, you know, being a mid-teen individual, mid-teen female individual, how, how her life is, now that she's accepted that within herself, how her friends accepted her, did she get any pushback, things like that. Number 90, not trans enough. I, I, I hate that term. I hate that phrase, but we hear it. We see it. It's out there. And I don't know when and how it started, and we need to end it. So that's what that episode was about. Number 91, everybody hates their body. Most trans people hate their bodies because, well, the cliche, born in the wrong body. They're not happy with the body that they have, so they want to change it. Well, let me tell you just like I did in that episode. Most people don't like things on their body. Most women are dissatisfied with something about their body. A lot of men are dissatisfied with something about their body, even if it's something as simple as, as their nose or their ears or their eyes are too far apart or something. Everybody, not just trans people, hate their body. Number 92, making it up as I go along. This one was kind of an experiment. I didn't really have a full outline put together for the show, and I just kind of sat down and started spewing and ended up being an episode. Number 93, happy birthday, America. A little uh, tribute to uh, 4th of July. Kind of something different to break up, the, break up the trans stuff. Number 94, is being trans a trend? With everybody coming out, young folks, I mean kids, kids, teenagers, young 20s, all the way up to people in their 50s, 60s, and 70s coming out as trans. Is it, was it, is it a trend? Is it, you know, is it like a, a bandwagon where, hey, all these people came out as trans, I'm going to jump on board for the acceptance. Well, it may seem like a trend, but I just think there's just more exposure to the transgender community. Number 95, significant others of trans people. This is specifically for those people, the significant others of trans people, the husbands, the wives of partners who come out and are transitioning. They are unsung heroes. They don't have the support uh, ref uh, research, uh, references and research that uh, a lot of trans people do. They don't have the group therapy that I think they need. It's starting to grow. It's starting to develop, but it's not out there enough. Yes, in many LGBT communities out there and uh, LGBT centers in many big cities, 
yes, there may be what's called a SOFA group, S-O-F-F-A group, significant others, friends, family, allies of trans people out there. And that's good, but significant others need their own because being the partner, spouse, significant other of a trans person is much different than being just a friend, family, or ally. And so they need more support out there, and I want to see that change. Number 96, I revisited hair and makeup. Again, somebody asked about, you know, my routine for what I do, and so I shared it. And then some information about where to find products if you're on a budget or things like that. Number 97, growing older but not up. This was in reference to my birthday. My birthday's in the middle of summer, so I shared a little bit about having birthdays in the summertime and... and how age is only a number. It's more about how you feel. It was just another one of those episodes to break up the monotony of being a transgender podcast every week because you can't keep talking about trans stuff all the time. Number 98, why so sensitive? I seem to notice that a lot of trans people are almost overly sensitive to a lot of lot of different things. And I think a lot of trans people that are overly sensitive to certain things not saying that you don't have a right to be overly sensitive to some things, but some people seem overly sensitive to more than they should be, okay? That's what I talked about on that episode. Number 99, Bottles of Beer on the Wall is the name of that episode, and that was just another fun episode to have some fun with because, well, it was episode 99. And then, of course, episode 100, I called it holy crap i made it made it to 100 episodes and reflected on the previous 99 episodes number 101 called it 101 pounds of fun and that's because it was episode 101 and i could do that and i rest and i referenced the uh rogers and hammerstein song 101 pounds of fun from the musical south pacific number 102 number 102 103 and 104 Go and listen to those now if you haven't. Those were my conversations with the amazing, inspiring, awesome Lee Harrington. So if you haven't heard those, go and listen because wow. Number 105, another episode for non-trans people following up from the previous year. You know, what to say, what not to say, what to do, how to be a good ally, things like that. Number 106, one-year transgender queer fluid. That's the year marker after I came out being genderqueer, gender fluid. Talked about how that year has been. Number 106.5 was my appearance on the Queer Life radio program. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the Queer Life is on every Friday, 6 to 8, on live radio in Central California. And I was lucky enough and delighted to be a guest on that show. And so I rebroadcast it for you folks. 107, all the world's a stage, and basically it's uh, how many roles do we play in the world around us, and depending upon who is around us. And then finally, last episode, number 108, another year of podcasting, and that brings us current to where we are now. And now let's hear from Tom Slayton. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful eclectic collection of photographs seldom seen elsewhere. 
visit TomSlayton.com. That's T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. TomSlayton.com. Folks, go show him some love. This week we're looking at TomSlayton.com forward slash standing outside a broken phone booth, broken hearted. This link will be in the show notes over at Blogspot, so check that out after the show. Or I know in iTunes you can click links in the show notes there. I'm pretty darn sure you could do it on Stitcher too. And I, I don't know for a fact, but you could probably do it on Google Play. Anyhow, this is a, this is a, a picture of a phone booth. I, I saw the thumbnail and you know kind of tried to figure out what it was and clicked on it further and looked at it up close and then enlarged it past that. And it's a picture of a phone booth looking very lonely uh, against some side of a building. You know, it looks like the side of a service station or something. Telephone looks probably about 10 years old. It's got an extra long uh, earpiece cord on it because the phone is off the cradle and it's resting on the ground. It's not just dangling in midair. It's resting on the ground. So this cord's got to be at least five feet, six feet long. And... It's just run down, and it, it's got so much character to it that I, I said, oh, I'm going to talk about that. So go check it out, TomSlayton.com forward slash standing outside a broken phone booth, broken hearted. And tell him Charlie sent you. Funny jokes, so terrible, they're actually funny. Now, I found this on Tickle.com, and it was published in June of 2015. This week, number 20. Now, this last joke really only works if you're reading the list, like if somebody sends you the link and you're reading it. It really only works there. It doesn't work on this, you know, once a week, one joke thing that I've been doing. But uh, it starts like this. And finally, there was this person who sent 20 different puns to their friends with the hope that at least 10 of the puns would make them laugh. No pun in 10 did. All right, so we finally did it. We're at the end of the 20 jokes. So terrible, they're actually funny. I, 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 you know, to be quite honest, I never thought I would get here because of all the, the interviews and pushing them off because of other things. And, uh, well, here we are. Now, because that last joke was kind of a, you know, wah-wah, sort of sad trombone sort of thing, I got this one that I actually heard, I believe it was on the Larry Miller podcast, but it's from uh, ahajokes.com, and it's a bar joke. And I, I remember hearing it as a kid somewhere, I don't know, from my father or one of his friends or something like that, or maybe in my teens hearing it from somebody else, I don't know. Anyhow, it starts like this. A man stumbles up to the only other patron in a bar and asks if he could buy him a drink. Why, of course comes the reply. The first man then asks, Where are you from? Second man replies, I'm from Ireland. The first man responds, You don't say. I'm from Ireland too. Let's have another round to Ireland. Of course, replies the second man. I'm curious, the first man asks. Where in Ireland are you from? 
Dublin? comes the reply. Ah, I can't believe it, says the first man. I'm from Dublin too. Let's have another drink to Dublin. Of course, replies the second man. Curiosity again strikes the first man, and he asks, What school did you go to? St. Mary's, replies the second man. I graduated in 62. This is unbelievable, the first man says. I went to St. Mary's too, and I graduated in 62 as well. About that time, in comes one of the regulars to the bar, sits down at the bar, and asks the bartender, What's been going on? The bartender replies, Oh, nothing much. The O'Kinley twins are drunk again. Yes, 20 jokes so terrible, they're actually funny. Actually, 21 jokes now. Now, folks, due to uh, just the holidays coming, all the extra things that are going on in my life, uh, I've mentioned them in the mini-cast Unplugged available over on Patreon. That's one of the things I've I've been sharing with my patrons is, uh, you know, more more of my day-to-day goings-on. And uh, I'll, I'll fill fill you briefly in. Longtime listeners know I'm involved with one of the local theaters here, and I am cast in a uh, very small stage time. My my character has very little stage time, but uh, I'm in the in a sh- in the show that's that's about to open. Well, actually, tonight when this episode drops, <laughs> and so you know, so my weekends are busy performing that particular show, but I'm also gearing up to start rehearsing a show that I'm directing immediately after the show after the show I'm in opens so I'm a lot of my time is going to be taken up doing well theater and so to make the job of putting an episode together a little bit easier uh, it's not it's not a lot easier but it's 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 just another thing off the plate so uh, it won't take as long to put an episode together. And so between now and the beginning of the year, we're not going to have a countdown list. It'll come back. I love doing this section. I've gotten some wonderful uh, feedback from people. I've gotten some lists from people that they want me to go through. So if you've got something or if you find something as you're scrolling through Facebook or whatever, send it to me. Send me the link. Post the link on the Changes in Latitudes fan page. You know, get it to me, email it to me, whatever's easiest, and and I'll put and I'll bring it onto the show. So the lists are going on a hiatus until January 2017. But before we say goodbye to the lists completely, I'm going to share the actual music that I've been using as you know the opening and closing to the 20 jokes so terrible they're actually funny. If you've recognized it, it's called the merry-go-round broke down. And it was used in, oh, many classic Warner Brothers cartoons and throughout many of those cartoons as, you know, background underscore and things. And the song has been around, well, basically forever. The song has been around since 1937. Certain sources I've, said, I've read said it was written in 36, but it wasn't recorded until 1937 uh, by uh, the Russ Morgan and his orchestra. So... Here is the original recording at the original speed 
by Russ Morgan and his orchestra in 1937. So as you can tell, I sped it up, and I didn't use any part of the song that had lyrics. I just kept the opening and the closing, really. So I hope you enjoyed that. Here's bidding the countdown list of a beautiful hiatus. Rest up, feel better. We'll see you in January. Ah, you made it. You flipped over the podcast, and now you're listening to The B-Side. 
Yeah, the B-side. Um, this is uh, the area where we just change gears and talk about a different topic for you new-time listeners, first-time listeners. And uh, this topic is uh, about uh, negative people, negative energy. And, you know, it's and it's almost kind of odd. Now, let me say up front here, this is not a, you know, trans or cis or non-trans or, you know... Uh, you know, lesbian, gay, bisexual. This, this is people in general. Take out sexual orientation and take out gender expression. Okay, just people. And it's, it's odd because, you know, I, I mean, we all get to those points in our life when we're just kind of bummed and 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 can't shake it off and you know some some people it leads to you know heavier depression where you know maybe some medical intervention has to happen to help boost you up again uh some people you know go through traumatic experiences and just take a while to recover and and it's 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 an odd thing because energy feeds energy and and passes that energy on you know it's like it's like uh when you're watching a comedy on television whether it's a movie or a situation comedy or 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 uh, you know some sort of documentary that might be humorous uh, you know i mean just something funny meant to make you laugh stand up comedy whatever it is you feel better at the end of it because you've been laughing and laughing is good energy, and you just feel good. It's great to feel that way. And the same is true with negative energy. Um, when, when you're around, you know, people that are, uh, com- well, complain all the time, or bitch all the time, or something, it, it brings you down. And I'm guilty of it. I, I recognize that within myself. I'm guilty of it. I, I think I'm more guilty of it than I actually th- feel I am. But see, that's within myself. That's a feeling versus, you know, what, you know, what, is, what is reality. Because it's a hard thing to gauge, you know. I mean, it's, it's hard to, on anything, gauge yourself. So I think we're harder on ourselves than we, th- we ought to be and all that stuff that we've all heard before. So sometimes it's hard to get out of that funk because it's just there all the time. And it's really a challenge to see the positive in things at times, especially when the world is so, so much shit is going on in the world. I mean... At the time I'm recording this, uh, the, uh, the, the candidates are running their last, you know, big hurrah right up to elections. So, you know, we're in that whirlwind of, of political debates and political news and uh, all that that's there. And this is, this is a crazy election. Uh, in America, that is. I'm sure the rest of the world has heard about it because I do... It's... All right, tangent, folks. I think it's an amazing thing that I see downloads from people in Australia and Ireland. And I'm sorry if I butchered any sort of dialect that I did. I haven't done an Irish dialect in a long time, so apologies for that. I should have apologized before, but hey, stream of consciousness, folks. And so... (laughs) 
So, uh, so it's wonderful to know that I'm internationally listened to. Thank you. Uh, write me, write, write to me if you can. And so, so when, when, there's, when there's that negative energy around, and then there's all the war and violence that's going on in the world, and I, oh, I don't know about you folks, I can't. Well, one, my brain has a hard time wrapping around it. Um, I have a hard time remembering, you know, some of the more complex names of these, for, for, you know, of cities or towns or areas or, or what have you d- d- divided up in different countries. I, I have a really hard time re- uh, remembering names. I don't know why it's been that way all my life. It's, it's, it's a challenge. It sucks. And uh, like I have to double check my geography most of the time, foreign geography. I'm pretty good with the states. Anyhow, so when I hear about things happening in these towns that I have a hard time remembering, and then it's stuff I don't want to hear about, you know, so many killed, or this attacked, and that bombed, and crashed, and boom, and you know, I, uh, it uh, overwhelms me, and uh, it's just horrible. So when you get all this negative shit going on in the world, all around you, I am one of those people that have, have sometimes a hard time blocking that shit out and focusing on, you know, something fun or in, uh, educational or, you know, more entertaining than, than, uh, than not. So, so that's one of the reasons why I do, uh, every once in a while, I'll put together some of those fun episodes that I mentioned, you know, however long ago. And... Because, well, shit, life just gets you down, and right now, well, maybe not at this very moment in time, but in general, there's always, you know, that trans person was attacked or killed or something out there as well. And it sucks that it's pointed out. It's, it's pointed out in the same way, you know, you know, black man shot at grocery store or, you know, something like that, or, uh, you know, uh, Latino or Hispanic or, you know, Mexican or Spanish or whatever adjective, you know, descriptive word to, to mean that individual, right. Was, you know, captured, uh, breaking in a car or something like that. Right. They, they, they specifically narrow it down to, in this case, trans woman, trans man, not just a man. You know, it doesn't matter if they're trans or not, or what color their skin is, or what language they speak, or anything like that. That's not necessarily important. What's important is the man or woman, you know, attacked. That's what we should be worried about. We don't need to be worried about, oh, trans man, trans woman, black man, uh, Hispanic man, Asian woman. You know, we don't. That matters to the individual. But when we're just talking about news, we don't don't need that. So the news, news gets me down. And so I put together some of those fun episodes because it's fun for me. Like 99, episode 99. Oh, it didn't come out the way I wanted, folks. It really didn't. But I did the best I could without having to go back and re-record it because even though I, I uh, calculated in a little more time for recording and editing to get that episode out on time, it still didn't quite work the way I was hoping. If I was to do it again, I know what I could do to make it better. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm ever going to attempt that again soon. Maybe in the future. I don't know. 
anyhow, and then, you know, shows like the George Carlin show or the Robin Williams show, you know, those are, those are done out of love, I should say, because I truly admire George Carlin and I have yet to find a person ever that disliked Robin Williams. So that's why those are out there. And then like the Christmas show, because Christmas is a fun time of year, the Victor Victoria, because the movie meant so much to me. You know, these fun episodes to counterbalance the, the crap out there in the world. Because life's too short. So it's funny that, you know, I try to I do these fun things and then yet I still get affected by the negative crap. But, uh, but anyhow, I digress. Finding those positive things is, is tough, though. You know, like stopping and smelling the roses or, you know, finding a, a, a book or spending time with a person or doing something, what, whatever it is for the individual that, you know, brings that joy, brings that happiness. So the, th- the key is finding it for you. And it's, it's a tough thing. It's a tough thing. That's part of looking into yourself and finding it within yourself. But uh, anyhow, I, I, think that's, uh, I, I think that's just part of human nature, I feel. So if any listeners have any, you know, tricks to, you know, going positive, send them out and I'll share them in a future episode so we can all benefit. And that's all that's happening this time over on the B-Side. Listener feedback, good old listener feedback. That still sounds like porn music to me, but whatever. All right, this goes out to the Twitter follower that I mentioned in episode 107. Uh, this this person, uh, through private message, a direct message, let me know that they had finished all the episodes up through 107. And this was just days ago since I'm, you know, when I'm recording this. And so for when it drops, probably a week and change. And so I was amazed. And I said, how on earth did you do, do that? Because I looked it up and it was like 130 hours of, of content to digest. Now I get it, you know, maybe you skip over the Christmas episodes or fast forward through the songs. Because, you know, if you're listening, well, now it's October. So, you know, maybe you might feel okay listening to it. But the people that were listening to it in July, I get it. You know, save it for Christmas time. It's what it's kind of meant for. Uh, and then he, and then they got back to me and said they listened to it on you know uh, one and a half or double speed and I went oh okay all right that's cool that's cool because um, I know the sophistication of doing that still usually maintains the uh, timber of the actual voice doesn't make everybody sound like a mouse so that's that's cool and what I want to say to this Twitter follower and listener. First, thank you so very much for finding the show, listening to the show, binging on the show, and, and enjoying it enough to commit. Well, it's 130 hours if you listen to it at regular th- speed, so you cut that in half. That's still 65 hours worth of, of listening if you're listening on double speed. So, I mean, really, that's still impressive. Uh, and I, my, my, my proverbial hat is off to you, my friend. And I am honored that you have dedicated the time to listen and catch up with the show. And thank you for enjoying it. Thank you very much. Know that you're not alone, just as all the disclaimers say. 
No, you're not alone. There, as I mentioned a moment ago, there's international listeners. And even Canada. We know there's Canada listeners. That's where Christine Newman comes from. So that's the, that's the thing I want to say the most, is you're not alone. You, you've got, obviously, me, and then all the other listeners I've ever mentioned, plus the ones that, I, that can't say anything or aren't ready to say anything that are downloading and listening. It's quite, quite wonderful. So if there was you that reached out to me that binged on 65 hours or whatever, I can guarantee there's at least, what would you say, three more? Two more that have done that? Maybe, maybe ten more that have done that as well, but just haven't reached out to me? For you, the silent listener, thank you so much. I'm here when you need me. This next listener feedback comes from uh, Jenna B., who commented on uh, episode 107 as well. Now, Jenna is a cis woman, just so everyone understands her perspective of listening, to to understand more about uh, trans people in general and, and just uh, my perspective on life. And, well, those people, you've, you listen to the show, you know why you listen to the show. She had to say this about episode 107, opened her mind to the concept that trans people are special in that they experience life as both genders or at least as both genders before they come out and start transition. Plus, she did like the song uh, that I played in the show, Venus by Bananarama. So you're welcome. It's one of those, one of those songs of mine, too. I love it. It just it suits that, that need when you need it. And I thank you so much for commenting on 107. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to have you as a listener, Jenna. Well, fuck, we made it. All right. This ended up being a lot longer than I had anticipated. But now you've got a table of contents for all the episodes up through 109. Next episode. Next episode, also due to my limited time of having to put episodes together, I'm going to do... I figured I'm over 100 episodes now. And in the world of television, (laughs) if you're over 100 episodes, you've got syndication which means you can start reruns. So we're going to have a rerun next episode. At this point, I haven't chosen which one it is. I don't know. Uh, It'll be something from the past, obviously, because it's going to be a rerun. Uh, I'm going to look at some of the numbers, see what are more popular in uh, choosing to be downloaded, and uh, we'll find something then. I will do the opening and the closing. It's not just going to be a simple, you know, rerun. So you'll you'll get a little clip of me in the front and a little clip of me at the end. Uh, of each of each rerun episode and of course over on patreon you will always receive a brand new episode of unplugged with every publicly released episode so join patreon at patreon.com forward slash changes in latitudes podcast or shop through the amazon link if you go over to changes in latitudes podcast.blogspot.com over on the right hand side you will see a little banner there for amazon click on that if you're on a mobile device it opens up amazon app on your mobile device and if you're on a laptop desktop sort of thing it'll open it up in a new tab shop to your heart's delight you don't have to buy what's what's what page you're brought to go search and shop and do what you normally do on amazon and then once you hit checkout pennies on the dollar come back and help out the show and now as jimmy buffett says If I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. 
If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. And that sums up the episode right there for the B-side. I forgot that I had that in there. I, I don't know why I spaced on that. But there's, you know, there's a button for the B-side. There's a positive thing for the B-side. All right, stay crazy, everybody. Take care of yourself. And then take care of somebody else. And I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, First, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2016 by me, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, and never forget the following.